0: Hi, guys. Thanks for listening to Library Overload. This is Susie. And this is Tavia. Don't forget to check out our blog. It's libraryoverload.home.blog. I'll post all of the books we talk about in every episode. And then, of course, you can always follow us on Instagram or just Library Overload there.
1: November oh I can't believe
0: it I can't either I feel like October flew by for real I think we just had a great month and it just it was spectacular
1: how did you round out your October do you do anything
0: fun oh just like a marathon of true crime like I watched eight hours of true crime two Mm -mm. True crime on Halloween while I was home. Right. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, good old fashioned did assault, you, murder. Did you get
1: scared and have to like leave the lights on and
0: I did have the lights on, but I once I like finished, I was like, you know, I should really watch something nice. So then I watched Whose Line Is It Anyway for a few Nice, minutes. nice <laughs> classic or remake? classic it's on hbo max oh, is I yes yes it is That's with exciting. all the old school folk yeah it's good
1: where everything's made up and the points don't matter
0: yeah we were watching it and i guess chris never watched it he was like wait so how do you win I was,
1: I was, you so just live your life
0: matter chris
1: yeah normally it's, it's
0: if the guest wins god how real life goes Yes.
1: Everything is made up and the points do not matter. <laughs> that is real life.
0: But yes, it was lovely. Not How was not. your
1: Halloween? It was wonderful. I actually got to go back home and go trick or treating with my niece and my nephews and they were hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. Like I don't know, Halloween just brings out the best in like kids and they're just they're funny. Like at one point little Parker saw candy in the street and he stopped and then he's like oh no 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 it's not mine I didn't drop it it's fine like we we were waiting on bated breath like it was a crisis but he's like no no no, it's fine it's It's not mine (laughs) I understand Parker yeah that's funny yeah my sister had a little late birthday celebration for me which was really nice she made Mm. a yummy cake and then Got me the most gorgeous Jane Austen book. It's a collection of all of the Jane Austen novels in one volume and it's gorgeous.
0: Now tell me, do you own anything by Jane Austen? Do you? Is that the I first one? I really one? feel like you're trying to come for me.
1: and <laughs> I'm not about
0: it. <laughs> I, no, I, was just thinking, I was just thinking of what your husband would say. But it's you just thinking. one book.
1: I, I know. I am. House.
0: I am an enabler. Like, <laughs>
1: get it, girl. <laughs> well, I was actually very excited because I own, you guys know, a couple of Pride and Prejudices, and I own one Sense and Sensibility, but I don't own any of the rest of them. So there were um, four books in there that I didn't own. So I'm excited oh, nice. about
0: that. The only other one I have is Emma, and I'm not. I've not read that one yet. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's it's the only one.
1: Yeah, it's all uh, six. All six of her.
0: That's awesome! Isn't there like one called like Love and Friendship? Or they made a movie titled Love and Friendship, but it was based on one of her books. I don't know. Kate I, Beckinsale was in it. I think that you're making things up, darling. No.
1: Okay. Well, November's here. We're very excited. It feels spectacularly fallish outside. We've got our windows open. So Gosh, nice. It's- so lovely out. We did turn turn the heat on again this week, though. So, you know. Daniel has to sit outside at his job. Uh, so he's been very chilly when
0: he has come
1: home the last couple of nights, so we've turned the heat on.
0: Chris so. came home. Chris went and sat with Daniel last night at the bar, and he came home, and he was like, my nipples are cold! <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it, 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 so it was a little fun. chilly
1: once you have prolonged exposure to it.
0: Well, I don't know about you, but I just had an incredible reading week. I kind of did too.
1: I just like,
0: yeah. I went. I I read what I wanted, Mm -hmm. and it was awesome. I had a hold come up with the library and I was and I just I was able to start it immediately without nice. trying to like Do I have time to read this like so excited to talk about my books this week
1: Yeah, me too I had some great stuff I had some I have one kind of heavy one but two fantastic ones so I, nice. I am just super super pumped about this week and the
0: couple of weeks to come very nice yeah Okay, can I go first? (laughs) Yes! Okay, so this is one that just came out in September. So, very new book. It is up for a Goodreads Choice Award for the year. It's a nominee currently, so we're still in, like, the early voting process. But Mm -hmm. this is called Hench by Natalie Zena Walshot. Guys, I... I already was excited about the premise. So basically, we follow our protagonist as Anna. And this is a world where superheroes and villains exist. Powers, non-powers, tech, tech enemies. Like, so cool. So already, you've got me. But what's different about this is Anna does... Basically, Chandler Bing's job data reconfiguration for a transponder. yes, uh, for a temp agency that hires out to villains. So right. She basically does data entry for villains, that's fantastic. And she's, I know, so but kind of her life has gotten a little stagnant, she's gone a little too long in between jobs. She finally gets a job with this guy, I think his uh, this villain's name is X and he does with electricity. Uh-huh. And so she she starts working with him and he eventually takes her on as a permanent employee. So she's so excited no longer working with the temp agency and he it, he finally like realizes her worth and he takes her with him um to just a regular um press conference. Oh, cool. we, they get there but actually He's just taken the mayor's kid hostage and is about to chop his finger off on live TV. So she's like, wasn't ready for this? Um, And then the heroes show up. And the hero, like, lifts her like a cat and just throws her into the wall. Shatters her entire leg and just leaves her there. Well, that's sad. I know. So it's the makings of a villain. Oh, but are the are the villains truly the villains, and are the heroes truly heroes? Okay. Like, oh my god! That like was it's, all of it
1: except the chopping of the finger for the kid.
0: It was a lot. It was a it was a lot for Anna too. She mm-hmm. just she wasn't about that kind of life. She's eventually, like, um, medics get there and they get her to the hospital. And then that villain has the balls to fire her because she's going to be gone too long from the office.
1: No. no. Well,
0: that's villainous. I could, I could get up. So, it's just, it's kind of like her, it's it's her kind of realizing how this life is and it, how it fits into her world and Oh, my God. Like, I thought that I really, really was going to love it. And then I loved it, like, ten times more than I thought I was going to be. Like, it left me wanting so much more, but in a good way. Mm -hmm. And so I initially gave it four stars. But I've been thinking about this for days. And so I changed it to five stars. Nice. It was just like, oh, my God, so good. Like, Like, I almost want the author to continue with the story because it just it didn't end on a cliffhanger but it definitely left you with like but this could go somewhere and so I'm like it was so good it was so good I'm not gonna stop stop talking about this book so good that's awesome that sounds really fantastic yes yes I kept telling Chris about it I kept telling Chris about it because he's a superhero nerd. And he was yeah. like, oh, that sounds really cool. And I was like, yes, do you want me to read it to you? I'll read it to you right now. I'll start over. He's like, no, no. <laughs> That's funny. And you you worry about, uh, you
1: get mad at Daniel for things like that when he has zero chill on movies.
0: <laughs> he has zero chill on all movies. All of them. There are very few superhero books. He just wants to books. spend time with you. No, one time he literally gave me eight hours before asking oh did you did you watch that yet and I was like no I've I've I'm I'm working (laughs) like I've been at work all day
1: oh we all do that though with different things yes can't tell you how exciting it is to give someone a book that you love and like did you did you read it Uh, did you read it you read it
0: yes and I have, I have zero chill about a whole lot of stuff, but if someone, like, actually starts reading a book that I love, I'm like, feel free to text me at all hours. Like, tell me your thoughts about every single mm-hmm. sentence I want to know. Like, That's why reading is better with
1: friends, especially, like, you and I, we will text back and forth about books if one of them one of us has read it it's just so fun it's it's an interactive experience
0: yes because reading can be so solitary so when you get someone that's reading the same book at the same time or has read it like recently so you all of the plot points are still in your head like oh my god I just want to talk about it all day I love it Mm
1: -hmm. me too well speaking of things that you want to talk about all day I started this week with Mindy Kangling's new book, nothing like I imagined.
0: I had no idea that she even dropped a new book. I had no didn't idea. Either until she I saw this something like somewhere. that with books and kids. All of a sudden she has a new kid and all of a sudden she has a new book. Mhm.
1: This one came out October 6th, so it's, you know, less than a month old. So I, I can see it flying under our radar for a couple of weeks. I I don't know. I follow her on on Instagram. I do. You know, kind of shocked that that I that I missed it, but no idea. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. It's actually a collection of essays, which is what she typically does. But this one you can actually buy from Amazon split up, so you can spend. It's like a dollar fifty for per essay, or however much for the whole book. So I thought that was really interesting.
0: That is interesting.
1: But as I like to do with my celebrity books, I listened to her tell me about it. And it was fantastic. It's a very short. Uh, the audio was only like two and a half hours. Uh, and it's 118 oh, wow. pages total. The books. So.
0: That's her smallest yet, I think. Yes, it is. She does have a kid now. I get it.
1: Well, she had a kid and in she was. I five. guess I think, she's
0: busy. Yeah, I
1: think she's got a new kid now, too.
0: Yeah, she just yeah. had a baby, I think, like in September, maybe. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah I like the way that she approaches motherhood. Um, and she talks about it in this book a little bit about you know, like the the father is irrelevant at this point. She's being a single mom. She's doing her thing, and so that was you know kind of cool.
0: Yeah, she's never actually said like if it was someone she was with or if she just mm-hmm. went to a sperm bank. And I kind of think myself that mm-hmm. she just decided I want a kid now and yeah. like. That could be
1: I, I read um think. I read an article where she said until I talk to my daughter about who her father is and have that conversation with her, I'm not having it with the rest of the world. So sure. I get that. I, I respect that. I think that's very cool. Yeah. But she super loves motherhood. Um she talked about and, and this is probably my favorite thing from the whole book, but she talked about you know being a single mother and she talks about when she was first coming home from the hospital meeting Or wanting a baby nurse to come live with her. And she said, but how am I going to find someone that has the personality of Hagrid with the looks of Cicely Tyson? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Spectacular.
1: Spectacular. It was hysterical. I cackled. I cackled through the whole thing. But yeah. Like those two people. It's just. Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) you do
0: have to admit that Hagrid has a very good nerve personality. No, he's wonderful. He's a gentle giant. I get it.
1: (laughs) It's just so funny. It is funny. She also talked about being kind of Hindu and how she didn't really do much with her faith until she was going to have a baby. And she's like, oh, how do I want to raise my baby? And so she actually talked about having a a minden for her daughter, which is when they're an infant, it's their first haircut, but it's a full-on Hindu religious ceremony where the like Hindu priest person comes over and shaves the baby's head. And so she's like, you know, we're we're kind of Hindu. <laughs> Hindu adjacent. Hindu. Yeah. She talked about that, and then she talked about her concept of gratitude and how. We think at times we're doing something kind, but we're also kind of seeking the adulation that comes with doing something kind, like true gratitude or true kindness comes from doing things that no one can see what you're doing. And so I thought that was really interesting as well. But I mean, it's, you know, pure Mindy Kaling brilliance. As
0: as always.
1: As always. And, you know, I actually had never watched The Mindy Project, so I went back and started watching it and it's really funny.
0: I um I watched it like straight through maybe a year or so ago and I actually really hated the character Mindy. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't know why. I guess because Mindy the character is so different than Mindy Kaling. Yeah. And I was just like why wouldn't you why wouldn't you want to portray someone someone that's not an asshole and not like I guess it's funnier that way. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, but it just—it kind of annoyed me. Yeah. The character Mindy was just ridiculous. But I'll it have did some have projects its projects part. coming up, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, exciting. She does.
1: So yeah, you know Mindy Kalen, She kills it every time, and I will always read everything she puts out. Yes. Spectacular.
0: And okay. I can't wait well, to, I have I w- to
1: meet a nanny that looks like. Cicely Tyson, but has got the personality of Hacker. I
0: hope she found it. I hope she found that one person on the planet that is just (laughs) She did talk
1: about the nurse that she found who was completely spectacular, and um, she was in love with her. Oh, she also talked about she actually has severe social anxiety, and I related to that really well because I kind of do too. And she said, you know, people think that famous people always want the spotlight, but that's not always the case. She's like, we can be very introverted at times as well. And she's like, nobody gets that in Hollywood, which was interesting.
0: Oh, I like it. So, so I've got another celebrity memoir for us this week. I just read Open Book by Jessica Simpson. For some reason, I thought you already read this. No, I talked about it and mentioned <sighs> that I wanted to read there it. We go. But no, I had not read it. And so I saw that it was available to borrow – went ahead and did it because i can because there's no rules. (laughs) (laughs) no rules november
1: (laughs) okay before you get going into it the text that you text me about this book is hysterical what did i say about her favorite book and whether you should stop reading (laughs) i was rolling in the floor laughing when you sent me that that's it's just hysterical
0: (laughs) So, you learn a whole, whole lot about Jessica Simpson, and it really, like, I was reading this super late at night, and, like, was really quietly, like, reading it, and then listening to her music that came out in, like, the late 90s, early aughts, and, like, I was watching the music videos. It was fun. It was such a fun flashback, because, like, I, I saw the makeup that I did when I was, just learning like the icing eyeliner the super glittery shimmery yes like i was just like oh my god i Um, did that i forgot about it lip gloss that looks like you're gonna mm -hmm.
1: fall off because it's a water
0: slide yes it just uh so you learn a whole lot about her like and i really enjoyed it because everyone thinks that they know jessica simpson because she had the reality show and she's always been pretty open about like what's going on with her life Mm -hmm. but i learned a lot like she was everybody knows that she had been very vocal about being a virgin before she got married and wanting to save herself but like you never thought about it but from her perspective it was these grown-ass people in interviews asking her a 15 16 year old girl like really you want to you want to wait like and, and I was like oh yeah no that makes my skin crawl now but yeah. I remember being that age and I was like wow look at her talking about that that's so brave but like being looking at it from her position I was like no that's icky like I don't like yeah. that at all
1: I think um, that's called being a grown-up Sue
0: I don't like that <laughs> But then also, like, I I was reading about her perspective, and everyone knows this, but, oh, my God, they treated those little pop starlets horrifically. Yeah. Like, every single one of them had to lose 15 more pounds. They're, like, 98 pounds, but just lose just a few more. And then, of course, poor Jessica, this pastor's daughter— who grew up so conservatively, was so open about her religious beliefs, told to wear a little more, little less clothing, little more skin, little less clothing. Next time I see you, I need you to have abs. Next time I see you, we're gonna need a shorter skirt. Like, and so watch, I was watching these music videos, number one, for the nostalgia factor, because obviously I know all of her songs, but secondly, just to look as it Look at it now as an adult, and like you can feel her being so uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. and I was just like, yeah. "Oh, I hate it for you." And is she, that and the cost that you, you know, you have to think about? Mm-hmm. Is that
1: the cost that you want to pay for that? Is it the, huh? the industry as a whole is kind of just
0: gross? Gross.
1: All of it's gross. Yeah. You shouldn't
0: um, have to be subjected to that just because you want to be famous. I think not at all. And I think now, I. Th- think it's a little better now Mm -hmm. I think now things are kind of in place to where like um there are plenty of kids like look at Billie Eilish like like she wears whatever the hell she wants to wear and like she's gonna be
1: as far as that and and like owning who you are and uh, Lizzo you know things like that and Adele it's just we've come a long way in in regards and I
0: would I would like to think that the next incredible singer that happens to be a 15 year old girl isn't treated the way that Jessica Brittany and Christina were treated like and plenty of others they just like but just those were mentioned in the book because those were her direct competition
1: yeah um, did we talk about the fact that Brittany Spears is still in a conservatorship
0: no we haven't but I could write a dissertation on it it's kind of
1: crazy.
0: Like, this poor woman. Like, I don't even want to get into it because I'll talk for hours about it. But, yeah. like, this poor woman. Y'all look woman. up and let us know what you think about it. It's this crazy. It's the free Britney movie. Poor, poor woman. Like, mm-hmm. just let her be. Like, dear God, just let her be a person. I
1: understand her 2007 breakdown.
0: Everyone so does. Much. Everyone does. <laughs> yeah. Like, If you listen to what she was saying when she was shaving her head, like it breaks your heart. Mm -hmm. Like, oh. Anyway, but Jessica also really deep dives into. She's been abusing alcohol and pills for decades. Oh wow! I didn't know that. She was on diet pills for decades. From when she was fifteen, she was on diet pills, and diet pills are awful. They are awful and so like it it, uh, it just hurt my heart yeah you're knowing, not supposed to be yeah. on it for like
1: more than 60 days or
0: something no time. decade and then she she was very open about the fact like a few years ago she wanted to get get a tummy tuck she had had two kids wanted to get a tummy tuck cool well she went to like a pre-op appointment had to get labs and all that and the doctor was like i'm not doing this surgery your <laughs> liver you if you keep going at the rate you're going you're going to die and oh, wow. she wasn't ready to hear that and found another doctor to do that surgery <sighs> like and it's just like god like but she eventually got help very open about it like it starts with basically her breakdown and her intervention and then it goes back and starts from the beginning like it's really really interesting, interesting. I read it in 24 hours, and it's a 400-something page book. Um, Nice. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed the nostalgia. I enjoyed learning about it. Like, she delves into her first marriage, meeting her second husband, like, all of it. That's awesome. Very good. Really enjoyed it.
1: Yay, I'm glad. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Yes. Yes. Well my next book is a little heavier. I read the Paris Hours by Alex George and it was spectacular. The writing in it was just beautiful. It was so like moody and I, I, it was just it was beautiful. It is about Paris in the 1920s, 1927 to be specific. And we all know that at that time, all of the artists were in Paris. They were having their crazy times. The, the decade or the, the time period in Paris between the wars is actually called the crazy years. Where it's like the jazz age in the United States. It was the crazy years in, in France. Um, so like Hemingway's there. Gertrude Stein is there. Josephine Baker. That's just kind of crazy. We know all these people are there. But this story focuses on four regular people living in paris during the crazy years and they each have a secret and they're each searching for something and so it's told over a single day 24 hours in paris in 1927 and it's split up between the four people and they kind of all end up at the same place at the same time at the end of the novel and it's heartbreaking i cried it's the writing was just gorgeous I also love this time period. Some great stuff came out of this time period. And they also weave in, you know, obviously historical fiction. They weave in real things, real people. Um, Hemingway's there. Like, Sigertru Stein is there. Uh, Josephine Baker, who I didn't know a lot about. But you guys, she's fantastic. I want to read a full book just about her. Do you know anything about her? She is a... African-American woman who was born into poverty in the United States in the early 1900s and actually went to Paris and started working as an entertainer and did topless dances and things like that and became the most famous woman in Paris at a time where she couldn't exist in the United States really
0: because she was a black woman. So she was, she like being a woman of color, she was able to go to Paris and live. Just yeah, like an actual human.
1: Yeah, that's wow. what she and she talks about. Well, her character talks about that in this novel, but she talked about that in real life. Is that you know, as an African American woman, she's not valued as a person in the United States, and she's like, I can just exist in Paris, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's actually very famous, and everyone wants to be with her, and she's gorgeous. You should look her up, but she she just as a character, she was fantastic. So as a person, she's incredible. Um, and I think everything everyone should know more about her. Beyonce actually has recreated looks of hers before because she was, you know, the first black woman to do a movie. Wow. Um, in the 20s. So, it was just super cool. But the book follows Soren, Guillaume, Jean-Paul, and Camille. And they each have tragic pasts and dark secrets and the story weaves them all together and like uh, Guillaume's an artist, Siren is a puppet master, uh, Camille was a maid and Jean-Paul was a a journalist. So their stories all weave together and the writing is just beautiful. It's so flourishy, but like without being superfluous, it's, it's just, I don't know. It makes you feel, you know, like kind of like Taylor Jenkins Reid does in in her novels. That's the kind of vibe that I got from it. Just like, Like, oh, this is beautiful. So, it was spectacularly wonderful. It's also a, a recent book. Um, it was published May 5th of this past year. So, it was good. And it's a pretty cover, actually. I got it in a book of the month. It's a cute, really pretty cover. It
0: is beautiful, yeah. So,
1: I was very excited I had time to pick that up. It was wonderful. I will say, I didn't love the ending, I still give it five stars. I'm not mad about it. I get it. But, I don't know. It was a little too ambiguous the way it ended. And I was like, "Mm, I wish you hadn't done that. I still love you. But, you know, it's not that I'm mad at you. I'm just disappointed in you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Speaking of Taylor Dinkins, read. It just dropped that she's got a book releasing in May of 2020. 2021 sorry May of 2021 nice. um and this is gonna be set in 1983 oh good year and then, yes <laughs> and uh it's uh, an end of the summer party I haven't like gone into like what it's <laughs> about because it really doesn't matter it doesn't I'm going matter to read it nah no. but no you saying Taylor Jenkins and I was like <gasps> that's right she has a new book coming out but yeah it's you know called how her- Malibu I'm- Rising oh that's cool
1: you know how her writing just evokes feeling from you, like immediately. That's the way I felt with this one. It just pulls emotions out of you. Love that.
0: Yeah, Taylor Jenkins Reid literally like reaches into your soul, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You will feel this."
1: Yeah, Ugh. she puts her hands on your heart and squeezes, and like, feel yeah. this.
0: Oh. Did we both read, but bo- only books that came out this year? Because all three of mine came out within the last like four months.
1: No, my last one came out in oh, okay. October of last year. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> so, pretty recent books. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. My next one is a fun one. So this is called Head Over Heels by Hannah Orenstein or Orenstein. Orenstein is what I'm going to go with. This is all about the world of gymnastics. Oh, fun. Um, Okay, so I we I don't think we've done the podcast while the Olympics are on. They got I am an Olympics fanatic. I structure, like, the entire, like, I think it's like 18 days or something that the Olympics are on. Like, I don't do anything except watch the Olympics. I don't care if it's curling. Like, I will watch... Curling is fantastic. Gymnastics. Oh no, I love it. Now, I before I even understood it, though, I still liked it. It's basically shuffleboard on ice. But freaking love gymnastics. Mm-hmm. It's my my favorite Olympic sport just because God, these kids are amazing. So head over heels is. Uh, a romance um, but it delves into and I'm loving this in romance right now. it really delves into the heavy stuff as well. the mm-hmm. legit stuff, not just the oh, we're in love. we're gonna be together forever yet. yeah, yeah. Um, So we follow Avery. she was several years ago the going to be the next great Olympian.
1: Uh-huh. She made it
0: to the Olympic trials for for the country and ruined her knee. Oh. and didn't end up going and so it delves into kind of the, her psyche of working her entire life to get there and just missing it and so that of course and the is window is so
1: small for gymnastics for gymnasts
0: yes it is it's basically like you peak at 17 mm-hmm. like it's it's awful. I peaked at 17 it's fine <laughs> So um, we follow Avery and kind of how she's been doing since. It's been about 10 years since that. And so her, uh, she, she found herself out in L.A. She's been with this football player for four years. And he has just dumped her. So she goes Aww. back home to Massachusetts with her parents. And kind of has to start from scratch all over again. Mm-hmm. Well, almost immediately... The cute gymnastic boy, Ryan, the one that she had a huge crush on when she was growing up, is who is now a gymnastics coach, calls her and says, Hey, the floor was your your best strength. And a girl that I'm working with, she is going to be the next Olympian. She really needs help with floor. Can you come help? And initially she's like, no. Like, I'm... I'm not in shape anymore. Like, I'm not in it anymore. Like, I'm, mm-mm. but of course, she changes her mind. And so it's Avery and Ryan working together to help this sweet, sweet gymnast kind of work her way up through the ranks and get to those Olympic trials. And it's just, it's really great. There's some miscommunications, of course, as all romances have. There, there's, you know the inevitable things that happen in a romance, but there's also that legit stuff. It it also has the legit crap that happens in gymnastics, like sexual assault, like abuse of as hell coaches. Like it has all that, and it it delves into it. Um, Have you watched the Netflix documentary and Easy or Athlete A? Yeah. Um, no, but I did just watch the one on. Uh, hbo max oh cool i didn't know there was one name um, HBO Max. i just watched it last night it was part of my my halloween of true crime um, apparently i only turn on hbo max to watch the big bang theory and do not
1: scroll anywhere else so i need to check
0: that out which is fair it is fair that's basically all i did with hbo max for about four months um <laughs> But I have since watched Big Bang Theory like 27 times. So from start to finish. <laughs> so now I'm I'm trying to delve in and there's some really good stuff on there. Definitely should check it out. But yeah, I watched the gymnastics documentary on HBO Max. Phenomenal. These girls are amazing. And it showed like their day in court. It showed them speaking and it was oh it was so good. But yes, yeah, so this like it kind of had everything I wanted like because i missed the gymna- uh the olympics this year i was so excited i was devastated when they got canceled which of course obviously my feelings about the gymnastics should matter because mm-hmm. Simone Biles this was her year mm-hmm. and i'm so upset cuz you know gymnasts they beat their bodies up so much that there's only so much that they can do mm-hmm. once they hit 20 and so, like, I'm like, come on, girl, you can do it. <laughs> but she's still training. Like, she's still doing major. Have they just postponed, postponed them for one year? Or are they? I have no idea. Because it's not like it's going to go away once it's January 1st, 2021.
1: So, I'm like. It's going to go away November 4th. Oh,
0: God. I wish, man. God almighty. But um, we'll see. I desperately want the Olympics to happen as soon as possible, though. Mm-hmm it's like what the world needs now is a is an uh, a vaccine in the olympics and love sweet love just a vaccine in olympics that's all i thought what the world needs now is love sweet love i need you to go with me it's definitely a vaccine in the olympics <laughs> okay my bad you're very correct haven't you noticed there's no other there's no better time to be patriotic than when the, the olympics are on literally <laughs> literally everyone is such a proud person for their country Mm -hmm. for these kids like no better time than when the olympics are on (laughs) that's
1: funny okay my last one is a fun one too and because i have zero chill this is one that i recommended to you in our last matchmaking episode but could not wait anymore to read so i read it myself (laughs)
0: I love it.
1: (laughs) Yes. It's Twice in a Blue Moon by Christina Lauren. Oh,
0: yeah. I did see that you were reading it. So good. I also will read
1: anything they put out, and I can't wait to continue working through their backlist, um, because they're fantastic, and writer best friends, just (laughs) life goals. So cool. Yeah. So cool. So this one is about Tate Jones. And she is actually the long-lost and very well-hidden daughter of a famous movie star. On her 18th birthday, she and her grandmother go to London. And she's been raised in this really tiny, small town, very sheltered, very secluded. Um, And she decides that she wants a trip to London for her 18th birthday before she's going off to college. And her grandma takes her, and it's precious. But while there, she falls... Absolutely head over heels in love with Sam Brandis. He is her first all around the board. And she is completely gobsmacked and in love with him. And she he's the first person she tells her secret to. That she is the daughter of this famous movie star, Ian Butler.
0: Oh, it stresses I, me out. I'm already stressed yeah. about it.
1: And come to find out... It gets told to the public, the press, who she is, and her life is irrevocably changed. But, flash forward 14 years. Oh, wow. She's now an actual famous movie star. She has kind of gone into the fact that the public knows. And she's, she loves acting, and she has landed her dream role on a script that she loves, and she's getting ready to work with her dad wow she gets on location it's a secluded location and who's dude is there duh of course he's there yep so then we have to talk about everything that happened of course did he actually betray her is it did it go down the way that she thought it did can she get over it and be okay and is the spark still there so it was so good Yes, it was fantastic. <laughs> and they talk about, you know, the, the movie. It also talks about the fact that the movie that they're filming is about a interracial couple in the 60s. And so that's pretty cool that they're talking about that in, in here. They're also talking about her dad being kind of, you know, on-camera dad, not really real-life dad. Um, so they have a strained relationship. And, you know, all of the ups and downs of being a movie star and the pressures with that uh and it's just really really cool and her best friend is hysterical she's a makeup artist and so she gets to come with her to do her makeup on all of the movies now and it's fantastic It it was really fun it was a very
0: fun enjoyable read love that and some steamy scenes um, that sounds like so much fun. I've got yeah. to get a jump on the books that you told me. I... I'm going to read them all before.
1: <laughs> I don't that know. I love good. Christina Lawrence so much. I, I saw this came up and I'm on and it came up for audio. Finally. And I was like, yes, doing that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that sounds like so much fun. Was awesome. Uh, love that. I love you. I love celebrity stuff. Mm -hmm. love it um so yes that sounds like a lot of fun it was i'm already i'm already like looking forward to like what can i read next like Mm -hmm. so many options yeah i'm a little overwhelmed i have my little end
1: table by my spot on the couch that has a stack of books that i plan to get through this
0: week love it i've got to switch out my little library cart with stuff that i kind of want to get through this month um I just, my issue is, there's one book that I so desperately want to read, like, immediately, but it's 800 pages. Oh, <laughs> the Christopher <laughs> Pellini book? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. I want to
1: start The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, but it is a bit bigger as well, so I've, I've been worried about committing I right. commit issues, apparently.
0: Right. Yeah, well, I'm just concerned, like, I don't want to come up here with just one book to talk about, which would be fine. Yes. Because it's Christopher Bellini, But <laughs> just one book. So we'll see. I might try to supplement. I <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> That's fun. Yes. But yeah, I had a great reading week. Fantastic. Yes. I'm so glad. And we had a great just October in mm-hmm. general. A lot of um, fun. I don't know. Have we talked about the fact that you are kind of like a, a side hustle photographer? No, we have not. So, Tavia had this amazing idea to do this awesome like witchy photo shoot, and so Caitlin and I got all all uh Girl. creepy, yes, and went and did just some awesome pictures out in the woods, being real suspicious. <laughs> yeah had the cops called on us it was great
1: they called Um, the cops and the the cop said and i quote someone said you were suspicious characters whatever man people say in normal life okay also i had a camera if you're doing suspicious activity you do not document it i assure you i at
0: least intelligent people wouldn't document their crimes but whatever (laughs) So this whole, ever since that, whenever I'm doing something really random, I'm like, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. <laughs>
1: That's amazing. Yeah. We did have a blast. And, I mean, if you guys want to check it out, my photography page is on Facebook. It's Tavia Jones Photography. And you can see the full shoot on there. It's wonderful. We had a blast.
0: I'll I'll add some pictures to the, the blog as well, just because they were so fun, so beautiful. Thank you. Um, we yeah, played with lighting
1: it. a lot um, and candles and stuff, and that was really cool.
0: Yes, so much fun. Um, can't wait for our next adventure yeah. in the woods. So, <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys had a wonderful October. I hope it was full of amazing reading, some good times, and candy yes things. oh i absolutely took a
1: candy tax last night i was teaching the kids um, their their fun aunt tavia was teaching them about the irs so for every one piece of candy they got or every two pieces of candy they got i took one
0: it's only you think they think you're funny Aunt tavia now do you think that's that's how children yes okay They got
1: so much candy. I'm not even kidding you. We actually ended up going to this kind of ritzy neighborhood, and they were giving out full-size candy bars. Full-size candy bars. So the kids were fine with me taking. I actually didn't take that much, but they were giving me all of the ones that they didn't want that I wanted, so it was fine.
0: Nice. What's your favorite Halloween candy to get? Like, when you were trick-or-treating, what was, like, the gold? Reese's Cups, obviously. (laughs) <laughs> mine would have been when I was a kid it would have been Three Musketeers mm-hmm. and those um, Sixlets I oh, those love Sixlets yeah. which are basically like M&M's but round like, <laughs> love Sixlets
1: <laughs> that's funny yeah I think also I really liked um, anything chocolate I'm, I'm not a fruity candy person same though so, it's uh, gotta be chocolate or nothing yeah my my nephews on the other hand uh, prefer fruity stuff which my sister does as well so um but my one nephew colton he's my chocolate lover but the others um and my niece they, they prefer fruity stuff they even went to a house that was so bougie they gave you two options
0: they had a bucket out of fruity and a bucket out of chocolate oh my gosh yeah. that is the type of life that i hope to lead one day oh yeah me too it's amazing Oh, but, yeah, my mom would totally take me to the Ritzy neighborhoods and just follow me around in the car. Yeah, Like, I would walk and yeah. Would follow. Yeah. Ah, uh, 90s kids.
1: <laughs> I loved it. I had an absolute blast yesterday. I, I loved that Thank Halloween you. was on a Saturday so that I could go. It's been three years since I was able to be off work on a Halloween. I know it was, like, yeah. a Tuesday the last time I went, but I, took, I was off work that day. Um, so,
0: getting to go... With them is is priceless i love it that's awesome i haven't gone i was thinking about it i haven't gone trick-or-treating since 2007 i remember specifically because me and my best friend at the time were devastated that we were 18 and wouldn't be allowed to trick-or-treat so we literally forced my little brother into dressing up and going <laughs> trick-or-treating just so we would have a reason to oh, go trick-or-treating funny. at 18 i read a thing recently that
1: said when you see the older kids dressed up and trick-or-treating, yeah. just let them be. Times are rough right now.
0: Yeah. Also, we... like, who cares if kids just want to be kids for a little longer? Mm-hmm. Like, God, being adult sucks. Let them be There's kids. enough it's... stuff out there pushing them into adulthood. Let them yeah. have this one. Yeah, absolutely. But, no, like, in... I
1: always 27... had an excuse for quite a while because my sister is five years younger than me. And so I always used her yeah. as an excuse.
0: Yeah, like, my brother's six years younger, so I was 18, he was 12, and I was like, and he was, like, he was right at that point where trick-or-treating was for babies, and I was like, I don't even care. Like, put something weird on, and we're going (laughs) trick-or-treating. Oh, He put foil in his mouth and was a rapper. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's funny.
0: Good old Seth. (laughs) But, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful month ahead. It is finally time for me to shine. It is Thanksgiving time now, all about that food. Yes. Very like, excited. I am speaking of things like that. Have you picked your buddy read yet? No. Your time to shine, I mean. Okay, I was like, what is food? <laughs> <I> didn't you? Did you to shine in buddy reads because it. you didn't love my last one? That's true. It's it's only up from here. Um, I have not thought about it. I need to think about it. Um, but I was just going to say, I am literally today, uh, testing out a Thanksgiving sangria. Um, nice. Yes. I like to, pre- I don't do brand new things on the holidays. I have to practice uh-huh. because I am such a weirdo that like, it needs to be perfect on the day of. Perfectionist be control. There- for- yes. All those things. Monica Geller. Nice to meet you. Um, but I, I need no mistakes to be made on thanksgiving
1: that's funny that is funny you're a weirdo. yes
0: i know i will <laughs> i will think about my buddy reed and i will let you, i will let you know all right and we're going to continue
1: no rules november
0: There's no rules! I keep thinking about that Little Caesars commercial where the guy, like, takes his shirt off and she's like, no, no, put your shirt back on. He's like, there's some rules. There's no rules. (laughs) That's fun. All right, guys. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Enjoy that first week of November.
1: And we will talk to you next
0: week. All right. Bye! Bye!